0: I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit. And you're tuned in to Misfit Mind, where I bring you everything, movie and music. The one, the only Rampage the misfit, I'm 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 your host. What's up, boys and girls, and all my misfits around the world? I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Wednesday, June 18th, 2018, and you could not tell that from looking out my window right now. It is snowing sleet. I don't even know if that's a term, but that's what I see outside. In Wisconsin, it is snowing a couple inches, and it's April. So this might be the longest April Fool's prank, or I should just move. I don't know. I just got done watching the playoff games. Uh, Cavs came back. LeBron scored, like, almost 50. You expected that to happen. And uh, Jazz came back and put one on OKC, so that was good to see. Donovan Mitchell played his ass off, you know what I mean? that's the rookie year in my opinion but other than that today is what to watch Wednesday um i got a couple recommendations that you guys should check out one from netflix um some movies that i've been uh that i've seen and a couple of trailers that came out that look pretty interesting also i know i don't do like self help advice this is not really the podcast for that As I said at the top of the show, this is a movies and music podcast, but there's a new feature on here called co-hosting, and basically, you can talk to anyone around the world about any topic, and I've been trying it out. Earlier today, I talked to this guy from India for about 15 minutes about women and you know, the struggles that guys have in this current dating era, and it was a really good conversation. I was surprised. That was my first time talking to somebody on this co-hosting feature, and uh, I'm going to be doing more of that. I mean, if if the conversations are as good as that, I tried it again afterward with another person about, a mu- about music, which would have related to this podcast, and he was terrible, um, to put it, you know, kindly. <laughs> so, Um, Maybe get into some music stuff too, um, depending on how much time, but that's the, the calendar for today, and let's just get into it. So my first What to Watch Wednesday recommendation is Wes Anderson's new film, Isle of Dogs. Now, Wes Anderson's filmmaking is not for everybody. My dad, for example, he loves movies just as much as me. I cannot get him to sit down and watch a Wes Anderson movie, and that's completely fine. Um, It's not for everybody. His symmetrical cinematography, his quirky characters, his, uh, you know, just weird world that he builds In every one of his movies, his characters are exaggerations of people and the way they interact. and It's funny, the humor is not for everyone though, so I understand that. Uh, I do think that his new one, I Love Dogs, which I'm going to talk about right now, is one that a lot of people can appreciate. I don't think you need to be a Wes Anderson fan to appreciate what he's done here. Um, I'm always on board for a Wes Anderson movie. I just love his style i like what he brings to filmmaking i think he's one of the best writer directors working today so when i heard he was going to do a you know dog stop motion animation set in japan i was on board uh you got the famous cast that he always brings every one of his movies jeff goldblum bill murray edward norton scarlett johansson The list goes on and on, you know, um, I think Bryan Cranston steals the show, to be honest. Uh, He's one of the main dogs that is on the island. And the plot basically is this Japanese kid, he gets injured in an accident. And when he wakes up, his uncle has decreed that dogs need to be banned to this island because they're carrying some type of virus that can, and they can't be around humans so this japanese kid is in love with his dog that's his you know what i mean that's his partner in crime he goes to this island to find his dog that's his mission and that's basically the driving force of the narrative from there um i thought technically this movie was incredible um just you think that this is stop motion just to think how many hours it took to make the puppets And to move them and to make these sequences, there's like characters fighting, um, there's like plane crashes, there's these elaborate sets, there's like crowds of like hundreds of dolls that like you just know it took hours and hours to make this. And so just on a technical level, I think you can go in and appreciate this movie like I did. Um, And then on top of that, you got, you know, Wes Anderson's script, Wes Anderson direction, you know, it's going to look beautiful, it's going to be symmetrical. Um, There's like a scene where the dogs are on either side of the hill, and they're trying to fight for this scrap of garbage. And it's just, it looks dark and, and brutal. But then there's other moments like the opening credits, where it's just this, this uh, throbbing drum uh, music that these uh, characters are doing. And it that type of music really makes the movie, it plays throughout the movie, makes it intense. Um, I loved it. I thought uh, it was great. I thought Brian Cranston stole the show, but there's other characters as, as well that pop up. And it's, it's really fun to like guess what actor is what animal. Um, you can enjoy it on that level as well. And it makes, it makes you appreciate, you know, dogs as pets. You know, I would say minor complaints about the movie. There's a subplot with Greta Gerwig's character. Um, she's like a, an exchange student, an American uh, like white girl that is trying to break down the conspiracy of how the dogs got infected and take down the little Japanese kids. Atari, that's his name, uh, his uncle. And I thought they could have completely done without it. It's a little long. It's like a, a little over two hours. And if you cut that part out, that would have taken like 15 minutes of it that was just unnecessary i wanted this kid's story um and speaking of the story how it was told i thought it was really interesting they kept cutting back from you know the kid in real time on the island and then flashing back to time with his dog which i thought was uh really interesting another thing that people are complaining about is that atari doesn't speak english he's speaking in japanese and there's no subtitles for that um I thought I liked it. I thought it was an artistic choice because you know, Wes Anderson, he does nothing nothing's an accident. So to me, I thought he was putting the audience in the shoes of a dog. We can't understand uh, you know, what dogs are saying when they bark. They can't understand us. So I took that as a language barrier and I I, I thought that was an interesting choice. Um so yeah, I I definitely recommend Isle of Dogs. Um minors uh Minor complaints aside, I overall had a really great time and enjoyed it and think that you guys will too. If I had to give it a rating, I'd give it a three and a half out of four or four and a half out of five. Um, what did you guys think of Isle of Dogs? Definitely call in. Or what do you think of Wes Anderson in general? I'd love to have a conversation. I could talk about Wes Anderson and his movies all day, so definitely check that out and let me know your thoughts that is my first what to watch wednesday recommendation stay tuned for more so my second what to watch wednesday recommendation is a show that i've been watching with my little brother um i'm really glad that he's into it when i was a kid i read the entire series and when I found out they're making it a Netflix series, I got really excited. They made a movie of it with Jim Carrey a couple years ago. And the series I'm talking about is a series of unfortunate events um, based on a book series by Lemony Snicket. The movie with Jim Carrey was underwhelming. Um, it was okay, but they tried to fit three mo- three books into one movie. So they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that a mini series much more appropriate. Um and I like you know, they got the character of I forget the actor's name, but the, the voice of Joe from Family Guy. He plays Lemony Snicket and he kind of narrates the whole thing, which I think you need. Um the voice of the author that is in the books is so strong and you know, the way that he breaks down words and double entendres and metaphors and, like, puns, all of that is in the series, which I'm so glad they kept. You know, for example, in the last episode of the season, he talks about the belly of the beast and, you know, where that comes from. Or uh, they'll talk about a cliffhanger, and there's an actual cliffhanger, you know what I mean? So everything, all all of those are well in the show, which I like. Neil Patrick Harris plays Count Olaf, um, who is... The guardian to these orphan children, and he basically the plot of the entire series is he's, he's just trying to go after their fortune after their parents died, and every chapter, every um book that is turned into like they split it into two episodes in this Netflix series, um is just his attempt, and he always uses disguises, and all the adults are retarded, uh, they they don't recognize that he's Count Olaf, so the kids are left to fend for themselves and i really like that i like that about the original books too that these kids are are gifted on their own they don't need adults in fact adults are the worst thing they can depend on um and the ones that they do depend on always end up you know not to spoil anything but they end up either dying or (laughs) just not being trustworthy it's like like the show title says it's very unfortunate all these kids and You know the the opening credits uh that's a musical song and it's saying it's saying look away look away like these are this is so horrible what these kids have to go through why would you want to watch this and again i think that's interesting there's a lot of humor in it which is like you know i think they're playing off of neil patrick harris they're cashing in on him um they did the same thing with jim carrey in the movie in the original movie but Uh, I think the humor works just because it is such a dark premise, if you think about it, this, like, guy trying to kill these kids. (laughs) And so I think the humor is necessary. At times, it can get a little bit much, but I think they walk the tightrope pretty close. Um, And then another thing that's, you know, about the kids is they all have their own unique powers. The baby, Sunny, she has really sharp teeth, gets them out of situations. Violet, the oldest, she is really... uh, good with like mechanics and like building stuff or fixing stuff she ties her hair in in a in a ponytail and then she's good to go like that's her trademark that's her power and then uh klaus the middle child is just really smart he just knows shit about everything so the three of them together working to um you know escape the clutches of count Olaf. there's a conspiracy behind their parents and they find out more i love the mystery aspects of it the spy aspects of it um they do five books in the second season which makes it a little bit bulky um compared to the first season they do only four books and then in the next season they're going to do the last four books um and so i think the vile village is kind of one that uh are not that one there's yeah, the Vile Village kind of gets boring at parts. Um, there's really a huge revelation in that one, so it's necessary. But towards the middle, that's like the middle episode. It gets, you know, like, where are we going with this season? Um, but other than that, I thought the hospital um, episode's really good. Just because hospitals are really creepy. They really play that up. There's a lot of Shining references. Um, the Carnivorous uh, Carnival, that one is leaves you just waiting. That's the last episode's... They leave you waiting for the next season. Like, I can't wait. Me and my brother are, like, just ready. Like, make this, finish this season. And they already they already announced they're making the f- final season. So I can't wait for that. Um, I definitely recommend it. If you're into dark humor, if you're into mystery, if you're into, you know, children, adventure books, these are all for you. Um, and if you're into, like, the English language, like, it's just, they fit all of that and combine all that into one really unique um, piece and I, I think I still like the books more just because it's it's one of those things where it's it's meant to be a book. Clearly, Lemony Snicket is like a master at like writing and breaking down the English language. But I think the adaptation is very true to the books. So you don't need to read them and you can just hop right in. And if you like it, you like it. If it's not for you, that's OK, too. But it's, it's like Wes Anderson. It's got its own unique spin. And I recommend it. My little brother liked it. He doesn't like anything. So so if you've watched a series of unfortunate events, call in. Let me know what you think. Um, Even if you've read the books, I'd love to have a conversation about it. And that is my second what to watch Wednesday recommendation. So those are my two What to Watch Wednesday recommendations for you guys. Feel free to call in and talk about Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson, A Series of Unfortunate Events, the Netflix TV series, or the books. And uh, we can keep this conversation going. I think the co-host feature on Anchor is a great addition. My first time trying and I talked to a guy from India, so... Um, I'm going to keep playing around with that, keep having conversations. I'll I'll post that conversation as well. Um, We talked about dating. We talked about, um, you know, guys approaching women, um, the friend zone. Um, We just had a great conversation about, you know, the current dating scene. And um, if you guys are interested in that, you know, let me know. I'll post that. I'm kind of just looking for a good time just because it is so off base Um, And I do talk about more about movies and TV shows and things of that nature. But, you know, if you guys are interested, I'll post that. Um, Just let me know. And like I said, call in and we can talk about anything, really. So thank you guys for listening to Misfit Minded. I'll be back tomorrow for Throwback Thursday. Peace.